Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Happy Tuesday to everybody out there. Gordo, what's going on, man? How you doing today, Jake? Uh, I'm good. We hope everybody's having a, a fantastic Tuesday. Let's see, is that what they yeah, Tuesday. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm having a good day. Hope you are. Uh, you know, I hesitate to say this, but... After the show last night, I went uh, home and my wife wanted to go play nine holes. I played the best golf that I've played in 20 years. More than 20 years. Well, not a surprise we're starting off the show this way then. No, well, I was thinking of what uh, (laughs) Austin had. He went out and played nine holes and had a very positive experience, right, Austin? Oh, that's correct, yes. That's not why you brought it up. Referring to a story Austin told? Well, I was thinking about him. You were not. You were thinking about you. It's only taken a week to top my story. Now, look, but man, here I, I've, played, I've played enough bad golf to, uh, to allow myself to celebrate when I play good. well. All right. That's fine. So Feel I, good about it. I'm channeling PK because he's really good. And i uh, been trying to catch up with him and probably won't. But... Uh, it felt fantastic to play well. Where were I, you? In the 30s? Yeah. Mid-30s or high 30s? 38. That's good. good for, for me? You. For me? Yeah, that'd be good that's for good. me, too. And I blew a putt on the last hole. I was right there. That's legit. I wasn't cheating or anything. You, if you're getting a 38 at Mulligans, you're doing, you're doing something right. Mulligans. I don't even know where that is. <laughs> It's like a step above mini golf. No, M- oh. Mulligans is great, but it's just a it's a par three. Oh. It's a short par three course. No, that's not what I was playing. It's so. still a fun time at Mulligans. But yeah, absolutely a fun time. I've played many times, but it's a short par three. Yes. But, you, but you understand the joke there, Gordon. Didn't you, yeah, yeah. Did, did you didn't you say you had your best uh, nine hole ra- uh, you know nine hole score in like uh, for for a long long time? Oh, in my lifetime, yeah. And there was eleven over par. So you should be really glad about two over. Well, good. I'm glad for you, Gordon. You going again today? Uh, my wife's trying to get me to go. Well, that's a yes. <laughs> oh, it's so hot out there. <laughs> that's a, that's it a, is hot, isn't it? Yeah, but mm. I- anytime we hear Gordon, or I'll throw myself into this category, says, my wife's trying to get me to go, that means she's gotten you to go. You're going. So brace yourself for it. I got it. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. So, uh, you know, these uh, Utah, why, summer, why these Utah, we'll these Utah summer nights are absolutely gorgeous. They are. So uh, You you can't uh, come to grips with the fact that, you know, that I, when, that when Lisa I wants a, something. I collar around my neck. Well, fine. I, I told you I threw myself into the into the category. I'm not, I'm not judging, man. Mm. But, you know, we don't need to pretend either. Uh, what, that we're in control? Right. 
don't know. No. We don't need to pretend. We lost, we lost the power long ago. Yeah, Jake. we don't need to throw out we'll see. Uh, we know. If she wants to go the when the show's over, you're going to go play the nine. There's nothing between, wrong with the that. The difference between you and me is that uh, that my my motivation is uh, altruistic, is uh, for the good of the relationship, and your motivation is that you're gravy training off your wife. Well, first of all, yeah. Second of all, don't don't pretend you're you're. Oh, I'm doing this out of sacrifice for the relationship. Give me a break. You're scared to death, like the rest of us. Oh yeah, it's all right. Guilty as charged. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We just admit it. It's all right. It's all good. How did we lose the power? We said, "Will you marry me?" Are you with us? We got down on one knee and we pulled out a ring and we said, will you marry me? Whatever it takes, baby. Whatever you want, I'll do it. Yeah, right. I got it. I'm I'm just just saying let's not hide from it. We don't need to pretend. We don't have to pretend that we're actually. Yeah. Now, now, sometimes the wife will, and I'm not speaking specifically to Lisa, but, uh, you know, the wife. Would you be the the wife? In the general sense. (laughs) The wife? for, For all of us out there will let you believe that you have the power but no you don't no you you they let you believe because you want to believe <laughs> this isn't some so magic that, trick so that we so that we meet up with our friends yeah i got this totally under control no listen if when you meet up with your friends <laughs> it's because she wanted you to <laughs> Just know that. Because if she wanted you somewhere else, you'd be somewhere else. Is that the way your relationship works? That's the way all relationships work. No, I shouldn't say all. I'm not going to throw a blanket statement out there. I'd say a lot. Yours and mine included. And and you think... And I'm going to throw Austin in there, too. And you think that 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 transition of power took place with with I do? Yeah. Yeah. See, and and you're lying to yourself. I'm fine with the arrangement. <laughs> Are you really? Oh, yeah. Now, do you ever feel like maybe it's time for you to uh, get your way? No. <laughs> if she if she wants to um, make me feel better about myself and give me my way once in a while, then, well, that's, you know, she's a good person. It's not 50-50? <laughs> Does she want it to be? <laughs> I'm asking. Uh, 50-50 in regards, in regards to what? That you have uh, 50% of the power. No. <laughs> you don't either. We don't? No. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I uh, know I'm right. <laughs> How is that? That's so funny. Because that's not the way you think when you're single. Well, one, they're smarter than us. <laughs> that's a big one. That's a really big one. The sooner you come to grips with that, the happier you're going to be. So you just accept it. Yeah. Don't 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 fight it. If she says, you know, I know a better way to do this, she does. <laughs> she absolutely does. So you need to be all ears. I I got into a, an argument with her the other day about the closest post office to our house. <laughs> I told her. I right. said, you've got to be crazy. This one, of course, is closer. What's the matter with you? We're not going to go that far west, are you? What? So did you clock it? And then we got back to where we were going. We got back home. And, of course, she Googles it to, to definitively <laughs> prove who's correct. And who's correct? Not me. <laughs> what if you were correct? 
Uh, she would uh, give me credit if she wanted uh, to. Okay. <laughs> but when okay. that happens, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, we're all in the same soup. Uh, right. That, uh, I mean, you know, Hans is, is walking uh, out the, the front door to the studio right now. And do you know? Uh, do you know where Hans is going? <laughs> Wherever his wife wants. Wherever him. <laughs> Amanda wants him to go, that's where he's going right now. I'll tell you that for a fact. Oh man! So the key then is falling in love with somebody who will let you have your way. No, that's not the. That's not the <laughs> key to anything we've been saying. <laughs> I mean, what are you trying to say then? I'm saying let's cope with reality here. <laughs> Who's making the decision in the relationship? I'll speak for myself here. It ain't me. <laughs> and again, I'm fine with that. Fine. It's not uh, a big deal. Well, you married a strong woman. Right. Yeah. You'd have it no other way. I, I wouldn't have it. Except for occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Not true in the slightest. Uh, okay. All right. We ready to start yet? We are. Ready. Should we? Austin's yeah, back from vacation, get... by the way. Yeah, Austin, yeah, welcome, welcome back. back, Austin. Thanks, guys. How was I'm your trip? Good. Sure, I missed much of this every day I was gone. <laughs> there was some of this. Yeah, Gordon was wrong occasionally. He was right a couple times. Now it's all right. Were you? Did you have fun on your trip? He didn't admit he was wrong. But yeah, I had a lot of fun on my trip. Did Thank you? you. Yeah, the, the the baby doesn't care if you're on vacation. I learned that. Uh, should, Jake's told me that a few times. Should have listened. But uh, other than that, it was great. Yeah. Well, that's why I asked you how your trip was, not how your vacation. No, yeah, it was more of a trip. Yeah, I, but I wasn't working, or I was doing whatever I wanted when the baby would let me. So you mean you were doing whatever Whitney allowed? Whatever you Whitney had yeah. planned, and the baby would allow. You—that's what you were doing. <laughs> they did. I Bang. did get out and play eighteen. That was a mistake. Nice. Oh, really? Yeah, that was not bad, so good. It was still fun. So. Well, well, Whitney yeah. wanted you to play and have some time for yourself, so you got out there and did it. <laughs> that's right. See how this works. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. Did you play out at that beautiful course you talked about? I did, yeah. Uh-huh. It's called Sky Mountain mm-hmm. down there in Hurricane. Yeah. I refer to, refuse to call it Hurricane. But well, that's how you pronounce it. No, it's not. You know, the other one like that is is Juab County. Shouldn't it be Wob? <laughs> Wob? <laughs> it should I be Wob. It, sh- it should be Wob. <laughs> or Hooper, not Hooper. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, then. Next well, time you're rolling through Wobb County, think of that. <laughs> okay. Should this be Wobb County? I mean, I it's think San Juan should. County. Right. So San Wobb. Wobb. Should be Wobb. It should be Wobb. All right. We're going to talk college football. Wobb, brother of Juan. Why, why should it be Wobb? Because it's a soft J. Wobb. Well, apparently it's not. Just because some wingnut 150 <laughs> years ago pronounced it wrong, I have to, too? <laughs> What is the root of the word <laughs> juab? The word wob? <laughs> However you want to well, say Well, we could do a little potato, crack research. Potato. I don't know. I haven't stopped by their visitor center recently. And we, we don't call it Duchesne. It's Duchesne. <laughs> well, that's because it's French. Well, isn't this a Spanish word? I don't know. I think is it's it? a Spanish word. What's it mean? Uh, I don't know. I'm just Googling it now. Can we let's, – let's move on and maybe we – All right. You brought it up. I'm just trying to – Get to the bottom of it. Uh, oh, wait. Wob County's name comes from the Ute word, Yoab, meaning thirsty plain or level plain. Now, wait. Is it Yob or is it you? you is it's it... spelled Y-O-A-B. Oh, wow. That'd be Yoab, right? wouldn't it? I don't know. Or Yob. Like it. Yeah, it, I'll accept but your not, apology. But not Joab. <laughs> yeah, but not Joab. 
<laughs> uh, well, it's been it's been uh, altered the pronunciation. That happens sometimes, you know. We're off to a great start. We fellas. are off to a great start, and we have a lot to get to. So why don't we do it? Jordan Love is going to be on the show at the top of the five o'clock hour. Make sure you stay tuned for that. We might, uh, in fact, we will uh, visit Hans's conversation with uh, Zach Wilson down there at BYU. We'll do that at the top of the four o'clock hour. But right now, let's talk a little college football. It's time for this plus story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Uh, your shoulder and this, the uh, the, uh, the rehabilitation and what you've gone through, where are you at percentage-wise? Do you attach a percentage to your, your shoulder strength and your throwing ability? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not 100%, obviously, but... Um... You know, it's good enough if I had to play or good enough to come out here and run scrimmages and practice and stuff. And every day is a little bit different. Some days you feel better, some days you feel worse. And, um, you know, I kind of just play it by day. I definitely feel like by the first game I'll be 100%. I'll be better than what I was last year. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest key. I think it's almost a blessing in disguise. I'm learning how to I'm learning to have to do other things to compensate for my arm being down. And so I think that's a, you know, a good thing. So, so is he, is he or isn't he? Yeah, I was about to ask you that same question. Does that does that quote we just heard right there, does that inspire confidence or does that inspire doubt? Yeah, because how long are we going to hear that? Is this going to go on all season long? That's the fear. The, the, don't rush him back. Mm, don't rush him back. Not worth it. Not worth it at all. I mean, I don't know what that means. I, I, it, it, he said that he's just inferring, essentially, that he's good enough to go. But he's not 100%. And didn't he add an obviously in there, too? Well, and he said he hopes to be by game number one or should be by game number one. It's like, oh. Well, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an orthopedic guy or whatever. But I don't know. I don't know. Does his In practice, he's throwing the ball around. He's looking good. Now, Hans was down there. Yeah, Hans was down there and talked about that on his show today, that he was he was throwing passes. Now, they've admitted to the pitch count, as they say, and – so, but if he throws, is he in danger of of doing something right. to that, or, or or making it sore, or making it so it's less operative? Because I mean, when you play him, you want it to be strong enough that he can wing that ball to yeah. Bob County if possible. What's he supposed to do? I mean, is he is he supposed to uh, say, okay, I'm going to throw this, I'm going to throw this route? Uh, but I, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not. I'm going to go about uh, you know 75 percent on the throw. Yeah, that seems like that would get you more trouble than it would get you good. And if he, I mean, I think the fear is too. If he comes back too early, he'll never reach that 100 percent. Well, like we said, this, we're not medical people, so we don't. I'm not sure. Uh, and I, but that would be something that you would expect the coaches to be fully informed about. So that they know exactly. But if he's if he's not completely there and he's out there throwing the ball around when you're even in a, a practice setting, Jake, you know, competitive juices start flowing and you're going to throw that ball as well and as hard as you can. Yeah. And if you don't, it seems like that might mess you up. It's like we were talking about golf earlier. It's like one of those tweener shots where you, you pull out a seven iron and you go, okay, this is going to be a soft seven. Next thing you know, you're – Snap hooking it over into the into the trap or something. You know, I I I I don't know. 
I don't know how effective that is. Now, he talked about it's been a blessing for him to be able to concentrate on – how did he phrase that? Other things. What other things? To make the mental better. side? Mental side, maybe. Yeah, watching a lot of film, I guess. Scrambling, running. I don't know. Well, I wait, hope he's wait not. Wait the kid gets hit. Has he had to learn a whole new throwing motion? That would be a fear. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what any of that means. But that, you know, and we're dissecting one answer to one question, and, and maybe that at times can be a little bit unfair. But but that was an answer that I didn't think inspired a lot of confidence, even though he seemed to say the right things. Can we hear that one more time, Austin? Because I, I, I'm a little – I'm not certain – of what any of that means, uh, your shoulder and this, the uh, the uh, the rehabilitation, what you've gone through. Where are you at percentage wise? Do you attach a percentage to your your shoulder strength and your throwing ability? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's not a hundred percent, obviously, but um, you know, it's good enough. If I had to play, or good enough to come out here and run scrimmages and practice and stuff. And every day is a little bit different. Some days you feel better, some days you feel worse, and um, you know, I kind of just play it by day. I definitely feel like by the first game, I'll be 100%. I'll be better than what I was last year. Um, I think that's kind of the biggest key. I think it's almost a blessing in disguise. I'm learning how to. I'm learning to have to do other things to compensate for my arm being down, and so I think that's a, you know, a good thing. Like what? It, it, you were right about the obviously there. That that is a rough place. Obviously, is is not a hundred percent. When he obviously. said it's better than it was a year ago, that's because this injury is lingering from his high school days, right? Well, yeah, it's because he was playing with an injury that required major surgery. So of course, it wasn't in good shape last year. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know what to tell you. Right. I don't either. Uh, BYU well, fans are pretty. They must be sitting on eggshells a little bit here, hoping that he's uh, in a good place. You know, you've heard BYU coaches talk a lot about the other quarterbacks. Yeah, Jaron um, Hall specifically build, building them up, and I don't, I don't know. I guess you know, there's all kinds of things at play here. And when you're starting the season off in a big rivalry game, then uh, maybe there's some gamesmanship here. But he's. He's on a pitch count. Do we know what the pitch count is? No. How many, how many times so. is he allowed to throw? One thing that was really kind of weird about what he said there, he says some days it's good and some days it's not so good. Mm-hmm. Here's all I hope, you know, because, of course, all we're doing is speculating. Here's all I hope is I know Utah's a big game. I know that, uh, you know, you heard Jay Drew on with the morning show talking about how important this season is for Coach Sataki if he's going to be the head coach at BYU going forward. I get all that. But – don't play him if he's not ready to go against Utah. Just don't. Well, here, here's my thing. Should It'll he be, cost you games down the should line. Should he be throwing the ball at all now? Oh, I don't know. I, I hope their training staff is, is well, making all it, that judgment uh, appropriately. But if he's not ready to go full bore on game one, don't play him. Well, what, how do you get it ready? Do you rest it? Or is that counterproductive? Do you have to? Get out and throw it a little bit. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. My medical knowledge here is a little short in this regard. But I, I, <laughs> what would keep him from being ready if he's participating in practice? So I guess my question is, how is playing him now in practice helping him so that he'd be more ready to go in live action? Well, you've got to strengthen it back up. I mean, rehab. 
Yeah. And that's why you're on a pitch count because you don't want to overdo it. But you've got to get back to – you can't just rest and then come back full bore. You've got to you've got to rehab the thing. Well, I know, but have you ever tweaked your arm before? Like when you were pitching back in the day, did continual use help it get stronger? No, but I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that he did next to nothing for the the few months after his surgery. So when and he then says you've got to start not, somewhere. So when he says it's, he's not 100%, it's because he's not fully back to full strength. Right. But it doesn't, it's, it, is it hurting him? I don't know. Is he in pain sure. when he says he has some good days and some bad? Some are better than others. Probably some pain in is there. Is that a matter of accuracy fully, or is it a matter of pain? Well, you hope he's not. Or it's, it sounds like he's not fully healed. I think that's what we're talking about here. Well, how fully do you, how rehab. Do you, how do you, okay, those two things are different. Healing because, and rehab are different. Yeah, because if he's not fully healed, then what's he throwing the football for? All right, fair enough. But but any, if he's if he uh, rehab is something different, you can mix throwing in as a part of that. Right, you've got to slowly build up to a hundred percent. And I don't and think you think he's, that's what he's talking about. I think about. that's what yeah. he's talking about. Okay, how do we get lost in the weeds on that? one? I don't know because it's pretty important for it BYU is. football this year. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's a huge, huge deal. All right, coming up right around the corner. Not a great day for Utah basketball. We'll talk about it straight ahead. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Mark Harlan, Utah AD, join us in studio. Future schedules with P5 schools. And as you add P5 schools, then people want to know, well, what does that mean for playing BYU? We really do want to continue to reach out to top-tier P5 schools. So we're continuing to do that. I stated my intention. We're going to continue to play BYU. I've said that from the very beginning. Now, if there's a situation where another P5 comes forward and we need to look at it for the good of the Utes, then I'll call Tom and home down there and we'll chat it through. But that's our intention is to continue to play BYU. BYU. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a Total Request Tuesday. And Band of the Day is always brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Austin has come up with the idea, songs, uh, misheard lyrics. Songs with misheard lyrics in honor of our debate about WAP County. Okay, so what? Uh, what is it? What's the association Let's here? see. This one... Uh, where is it? I just saw We haven't gotten to this the part of the song yet, but in the chorus, he says, I bless the rains down in Africa. Oh, oh, oh. this was Austin's suggestion. I gotcha. I was looking in those other responses we got. And I always thought it was, I guess it rains down in Africa. Who knew? <laughs> this is a good song. I did, love this song. some remake of this song recently Weezer. get popular? Yeah. Number one on Billboard. Numero uno. Yeah. How about that? Ah, Toto. Yeah, I like this one. I like that. All right, Gordon, uh, Utah's men's basketball program didn't have a real great day today. No. Uh, They had to, well, I mean, the NCAA 
came down with a ruling uh, after Utah self Im- or uh, what gave itself uh, self-reported and then self-imposed sanctions. Now mm-hmm. the NCAA today is adding upon them, and uh, a couple of new pieces of information came out, I suppose. But the 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 this is basically what happened. Ute coaches wanted to meet with a player. They didn't have another official visit, and it was in a recruiting period of time that should have been dark, and they orchestrated kind of a ruse with the head coach at Salt Lake Community College where this player was going to come visit Slick and, you know, kind of visit Utah at the same time because it wasn't assured if he would qualify uh, to play at Utah and would might have to go to a, a place like Salt Lake Community College. Utah self-reported this situation, suspended Tommy Connor. Uh, last November for a couple of games. And now the NCAA has come by, come down with two years probation, fining him $5,000, restricting Tommy Cotter from recruiting off campus for the month of July and basically for a year saying that they can't interact with Salt Lake Community College. And apparently he had as a part of his deal that he was the quote-unquote coach-in-waiting. Which is probably the most newsworthy thing of this this whole situation. And now he is not. Now he is not. Okay, so how wild do we want to run with this whole thing? I mean, those uh, are basically theory well, those are basically the facts there. Um, no, I don't know if I have a, a conspiracy theory per se. Other than it's interesting. I mean, if they happen to go a different direction with their coaching uh, situation, that Mark Harlan is divorcing himself of the decision made by Chris Hill. However. Chris Koviak's contract is rather punitive to be punctuated early, correct? Sixteen million bucks. So he But would, he's got four years left, which is ludicrous. So he would make more if he were to be fired yes. than he would make if he remains the head coach. That is currently the situation. Who crafted this deal? Chris Hill on his way out the door. Here you go, Larry. Enjoy. Okay, that raises a lot of questions. Foremost among them, why? See, again, that's how wild do we want to get with this. But my my guess would be is that Larry is Chris's guy, and Larry was probably, with Chris thinking about stepping down, probably wanted his future to be guaranteed a little bit, and Chris Hill took care of his dude. Now, I'm not – I don't negotiate these contracts, but is it normal to have – a buyout that would cost you more than the totality of the deal. Again, my guess is no. Well, then why would Chris have agreed to something like that? Because he could. <laughs> I don't know. And by the way, the, the I'm rest asking of... questions legitimately here. I really don't know the answer. And I'm not it... trying to make any kind of point. I just don't and get it. Chris, you know, you got to run that stuff by the university. So let's not, you know. Pretend that it wasn't approved on on different levels. I mean, they can't. Chris Hill can't just rubber stamp it and call it a day. Or at least I hope not. Unless it's some sort of norm that I don't know about. Why would you do that? Austin tweeted out a list today. Uh, Larry is the eighth highest paid coach in college basketball. Is that correct? Uh, that that list was made during March of this year. Yeah. He was the eighth highest in uh, men's basketball. Three point four. I don't remember the exact number. I think it's three point four, and he's year. got another four years. And you cannot, unless they were to catch him in some sort of 
deal? There's got to be something that would would extinguish the deal. Oh, if they found cause. cause. Yeah, I mean, but this certainly is not that, by the way. So I don't want to confuse people out there. This, This certainly is not that. Larry was part of this where he originally had a two-game suspension, but the NCAA overturned that. Wow. Well, it's good to be Larry Kraskovia. And maybe provided evidence that this truly was just a, a scheduling mishap and he had nothing to do with it and there was no nefarious whatsoever. But but in the meantime, you have six guys leave the program within a, since last November. It seems like things are out of sorts. Up there, yeah. This is not this is not a positive thing. Yeah, probation never is from the NCAA. I mean, there's a lot of worse things going on out there, but I don't know whether that excuses anything. And I don't. By the way, I don't. When you were a kid, you know, you got in trouble for something you did wrong, and you said, "Well, Johnny did a lot worse than I did." I don't think any of these punishments, by the way, should set set back the program in the slightest. This is not USC where you're donating half your scholarships. You know, back to him because yeah. you, you got punished. This by I don't think you know Tommy not being on the road for a month that probably hurts. You know, one of your guys not being out there and and uh, doing what he needs to do. You're a coach down. I mean, that's that's probably not the greatest thing in the world. But it, it, by no means should this affect Utah's plans in basketball going well, this forward. Well, this would this would be especially difficult for Tommy Connor because if he had that promise. That he was the coach in waiting, and now he no longer is. That's that's a big blow. Oh, it's a setback for Tommy. Yeah. I'm talking about the the program on the floor on the floor consequences or whatever. I mean, if they were giving up postseason play or it got punished with uh, losing scholarships or something like that, it would be a different story. But I mean, they're going to be five thousand dollars poorer in the budget. Who cares? That's I, a drop in the bucket. I think being a recruiter in college basketball might be one of the most difficult things, one of the most difficult jobs anyone could have, especially if you wanted to do it on the up and up. Yeah. And, and because by, so much of your competition is cheating. And by the way, if they did, you know, collude with Salt Lake Community College to get an illegal visit uh, out of a kid, I don't really care. I mean, that's, I mean, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to do the crime, you have to do the time. But did, did but that's into, but that's not that big a deal. Did, I mean, did they run into him at the Seven Eleven down the street from Salt Lake Community College and say, "Oh, hey, you're in town! What a coincidence! How are you?" Yeah, but we hear about that stuff yeah. all the time. And, well, and if, here, by the way, here's an envelope. And if you're bending the rules and you get caught by somebody in compliance and you self-report and you get these consequences, I don't feel bad for you in the slightest. But let's not pretend that coaches aren't accidentally coming up with a reason to happen to be out of high school <laughs> when, when a, a recruit is there to get a look at him. You know, oh, this is one of my favorite lunch spots, actually, the cafeteria here at uh, St. Charles High School in Los Angeles or whatever. You know, that stuff happens all the time. What they're being accused of is far from, you know, showing up with a bag full of money or something like right. that. You know, right. far yeah. from what they were looking at in that FBI probe. Yes. Do you do you find it? And this is extremely reckless to bring up, but why not? Uh, <laughs> do you find you it being irresponsible? Do you find that? it interesting that Utah self-reported? Uh, you mean as a means of loosening the screws on uh, on the pu- public's? I don't know. I just mean that to... this 
and I don't know all the details. I just know what's been reported. So I, I don't know. All right. I don't know. But this doesn't seem like it would have been that hard to make go away to me. <laughs> Are you suggesting that uh, it may have been a noble, nobler course to uh, <laughs> that's just what cover I, it up? That's what I'm asking. I, no, no, no. I'm asking, is it curious that they self-report it? That's all. Are what they? Would, are well, they okay, the, what would be gained? Let's spell it out here. What would be gained by that that public admission? Well, you hope you um, guarantee yourself less consequence if it were to come to light, right? You mean in the eyes of the NCAA? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That's obviously a part of. But it. this isn't a big deal. No, but I mean, if if they're looking at you. Then you want to look like you're handling the situation yourself, so there's no further penalty. That go, that's all. That but everybody if, does that. If they're I, looking at you, why would they? Why would they be looking at them? Uh, well, what again? What would Utah be gaining by ratting themselves out? Unless they wanted to find a good excuse to get rid of the guy leading the program. I don't know. I, I don't know. Again, this is completely reckless to even probably talk about, but this is these are the random places my mind goes when stuff like this happens. I still have a hard time getting past Larry Kraskoviak's contract. Uh huh. It's, it's a good deal, man. I mean, that, that, I it's mean, a sweet what? deal. <laughs> it's, I feel bad for Mark Harlan because he, he, he this is not a decision he can really make. I mean, they can't really afford. I mean, I guess they could afford to fire him, but. That's a tough pill to swallow. It's a $16 million pill to swallow right there. When they fired Jim Boylan, I can't remember what was left on his contract, but it was nowhere near $16 million bucks. I, I, I'm having a hard time understanding what the reasoning was there. And maybe there is a good reason, but <laughs> that sounds crazy to me. So Larry signed the is deal. Is Larry Kraskoviak one of the eight best coaches in college basketball? Not lately. Well, why would they give that kind of deal? Because he had success early at Utah. He did. And he took them into the Pac-12 and should deserve some credit for that. The the program was not in terrific shape when he took it over, and it culminated with a couple of NCAA tournament runs, including a Sweet 16 run, and he had some positive vibes. So what you're saying is it's not great, but it could be a lot worse. Oh, I don't know how it could be worse. Well, it could be worse. It could be fall back to the way it was in, in Boylan's last year. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I thought you were talking about the situation Mark Harlan's in. No. With a basketball coach with four more years to go. No, 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 no. Not no. being able to make up his own mind. I think I'm think i I'm just going off of the feedback I've gotten. I think Utah fans are pretty concerned about their basketball program right now. And, you know, people aren't showing up for a lot of the games. And people are, don't know what's going on. Really don't know. And players are jumping ship. That happens everywhere. But when you lose six players in what, nine months? Then or eight months. That's that's not a healthy sign. Well, and the, the dwindling attendance is an interesting issue because the the program hasn't bottomed out like the boiling years. It hasn't really been all that exciting, don't get me wrong. I mean they're right. not the best team in the conference by any means, but they haven't they haven't bottomed out. Well, it's like the expectations have been lowered, and so any kind of achievement is seen as as a positive. 
that's kind of where that program is right now. Well, they'll point at it uh, and say, "Where's uh, Utah still winning twenty games?" Did they get twenty games last year? Uh, I thought they did. I have to double check. Well, they finished third in the Pac-12, didn't they? Tied something like that. Yeah. So, which was uh, beyond what some people thought. But again, expectations, reality. It's uh, interesting dynamic there. All right, it is the big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. We'll have more coming up right around the corner. Don't forget, Jordan Love joins us at the top of the five o'clock hour. We're going to play you Hans's interview yesterday with Zach Wilson. Some interesting things coming up out of that. That's at the top of the four o'clock hour. Want to remind you about our friends at Syringa, Verizon, and XO customers. Listen up. If you were recently notified that some of your telecommunication services will no longer be supported, contact Syringa Networks, Utah's fastest growing premier telecommunication partner or provider excuse me they have a full range of services call today 385-420-8221 the number again 385-420-8221 at syringa networks give him a call if you talk to gabe tell him big show says what's up gabe hung out with us yesterday yeah all right we'll have more coming up next 97.5 and 1280 the zone this is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Donovan Mitchell playing with Team USA. I'm good with him playing what'll be the most six games. Good six competitive games. Get him some good run out there. Get him some some game time experience to get ready for this upcoming season. I think this is great that he's in a position where there's responsibility on his shoulders to win. I like the fact that that challenge is up against Donovan Mitchell. I like that he's facing that challenge. And it's better than most of what you see in the NBA preseason. Higher competitive play. I like that. Yeah. Then you're going to get against the Adelaide 36ers. Donovan doesn't get as big of a tune-up in those games as he might in the FIBA. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. Your home for Utah's best sports radio is right here on the Zone Sports Network. You're locked on to the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and the Zone Sports Network. You'll say we've got nothing in common. Common ground to start from, and we're falling apart. You'll say the world has come between us. Big Show 97.5 and 1280 The Zone on a Total Request Tuesday. This one goes out to. No, I'm not even going to read that. Can I? Bummer shoot on Twitter. Yeah, what, yeah, all right. It's Bumbershoot. Bumbershoot. All right. I wasn't sure if that was referencing something that I... No, this is Josh. He's all right. He's all safe. Right. I got you. He said, uh, goes out to Josh, and I said, what about breakfast at Tiffany's? She said, I think I'd remember the bill because he thought Tiffany's was an expensive breakfast place. Which, if Tiffany is, is selling you breakfast, it probably is expensive. So there you go. I always like this song. I don't know yeah, why. Me too. One of those, uh, it's a catchy tune. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, all right, Gordon, we have uh, NBA. Well, uh, Donovan Mitchell continues on with his uh, his um, 
USA basketball experience and uh, had some comments and we might be able to get to those a little later on the show we've got a we're a little bit up against it uh, here toward this uh, in this segment but uh, definitely enthused to be there however the overall reaction to the the squad down there working out uh, from the national media has been who who are these guys <laughs> come on they're not that obscure no they're not but uh, like here I've got uh, I've got a, a, a piece up in front of me from the ringer and it's headlined so who the hell is left on team USA you know that seems to be the prevailing attitude about yeah. what's going on down there because so many people are not participating who could have there's only one player who was an All-NBA player last year on any of the All-NBA teams that is still on the roster, and that's Kemba Walker, who was probably the last guy to make <laughs> an All-NBA team. Yeah, but you brought up a point, I think, yesterday, Jake, that uh, when you go down through the, the uh, successful teams over the past decade, many of them were extremely young when they participated. Not all of them, but many of them. And so this is when we look at Donovan Mitchell now, he may not be as well known as he one day will be. And so three years from now, looking back, you will think, yeah, Donovan Mitchell played on that team. But he will have a whole nother aura about him. I think the idea since they restructured under Jerry Colangelo USA basketball, going back to that Olympics where they lost to Puerto Rico. Uh, when they brought in Coach K and they restructured everything, if you look back at, at who got invited to camps and that sort of thing, they want the, the FIBA World Cup to be a warm-up for the Olympics, and generally that starts with those camp invites, and it's been kind of half and half. It's been established studs, and it's been young players who are developing. Of course, we remember when Gordon Hayward went through the, the very same thing. But what's happened in this cycle is that all the established dudes who they invited have dropped out, and now they're left with the young crop of guys that they brought in to to develop. But what's going to be interesting about this whole thing is kind of when they brought it back, they said you have to play in the World Cup to play in the Olympics. So I wonder if they're actually going to stick with that. Yeah, I don't know. But you can see why guys, each guy has his own excuse, if that's what you want to call it, why he's not participating. You know, it, it might be that they're resting up for the regular season. It might be that they're working on, you know, personal issues. Or you know, it could, It's different for everybody. But when I look at the way the schedule lays out, these guys are going to head over to China and they're going to be there until half, two weeks before NBA camps open. So they're going to be pushing it pretty hard because they don't want to lose. They don't want to be that group of American players who lose. So they're going to work hard. They're going to, it's going to exert a lot of energy. And so then they come back. They go straight into camps. Then they have a long – we know how long the NBA season is. And if they're in the playoffs, and, and next thing you know, you're getting ready for the Olympics. And then you have another season after that. So I get it. Although I think that a lot of guys do look at it like it's, one, good for their career, and two, you know, they like the idea of representing their country. All right, coming up right around the corner, we'll let you hear Hans, uh, his interview from practice yesterday with Zach Wilson. Stay tuned for that. Jordan Love, Utah State quarterback, will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. Joining us now, you know him, you love him. It's Frank Dolce. Jason Shelley, Tyler Huntley, both returning. Huntley really nominated as the starter, rightfully so. How do you feel about the quarterback situation right now with those two? It feels like there's a good guy in the starter position and a guy with a lot of game experience that has proven himself as a maybe even better than what your standard backup might be in the league. So I think the quarterback position seems really really solid for Utah right now. Two guys in Huntley and Shelley that have similar skill sets, so you don't really have to change the offense around. I think it's really positive at the quarterback position. Utah, I don't know if they could do any better right now at that position group. Catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to 3. Presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.